Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Happy Motivation Monday. Today I'm talking about how leaders can end the year strong, which is so important, especially with 2020. But I want to make sure you guys know about my freebie, how to launch your podcast in less than a week. So a one-on-one on that. I think it's possible. I did it. So if I did it, you can do it. Head over to at Maya Roffler or at My Opinion Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, even my Twitter. All my pages have it right now for Cyber Monday. Check it out. I'll also be launching a beta a class that's coming out will be coming out December 1st that you can sign up and it will be launching in the new year. So you will be able to start the class in January and you will be able to sign up December 1st throughout December. So check that out. The prices for it will be quite low because it's a beta class and you'll be the first ones to take it. But take advantage of that freebie. Head over to one of my social profiles and you can uh, grab that today and launch your podcast in less than a week with my super easy freebie. So let's dive in today about how leaders can end the year strong because my real passion is talking about leadership even though I love to podcast too. So yes, 2020 has not been the best year for any of us. It has definitely caused a dramatic shift for everyone, but leaders are no exception. If anything, it's put a lot of hardship on leaders and they've needed to adapt, in my opinion, in many, many ways. And it just depends on on what you lead, whether it's a company, a division, a branch, but If you were used to going into an office every single day, you probably didn't do that for a period of time or you're not doing that anymore. Your teams might all be remote now. You've had to adapt in some type of way. And ending the year strong is really, really important anyway. But now that we've made this shift, it's so important. So despite these difficult and challenging times, how can leaders end this year strong and prepare for 2021? That's really the question as we head into the holidays and, you know, during the holidays, it's challenging because we don't have just a regular month or two, November and December. There's time thieves from us and it's our family and our friends and celebrating and it's a really fun, beautiful time. And even that looks different. But how do we plan effectively as leaders so we get the most out of ourselves, our team, but can also have a beautiful work-life harmony during this time? So there's this other challenge, too, that we are in an exceptionally highly remote work climate and environment right now. A lot of added things here. So how can we do this? How can we end 2020 effectively, feel good, sit down on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and take a breath and be ready for whatever challenges come in 2021 because we had some serious challenges in 2020. This was a crazy year, but we'll have crazy years again. And as leaders, we want to be more prepared than ever. So what can we do to set ourselves up for success with these few short weeks left? 
And this can apply to any year because I feel like if you can make it through this year, I think you can make it through any year. Well, first and foremost, meet with your team. And I'm sure that sounds really simple, but you need to have kind of an all hands on deck meeting. Let your team know this meeting is coming and encourage each member to bring a few topics to talk about. And what I mean by topics are suggestions about how you guys can go into the close of the year strong, like things you guys can do, suggestions for that. I recommend three, some people say two, some people say 10, and they scale back. Really depends on the size of your team, so you need to look at that and use your discretion as the leader. But have them bring those to the table, but also have them bring their ideas about how those are going to be executed. It doesn't necessarily mean that those team members have the be-all, end-all solution of how it will be executed, but it means that you are listening to them, and it means that you really respect their opinions and their ideas. So that's really important. And make this meeting super interactive. Make it really open so that, you know, if I come to the table, Maya's coming to the table with the idea that we do a flash sale in the middle of December instead of just on Cyber Monday or two days before Christmas like we normally do, okay? How are we going to prepare for that? Well, I come up with a solution. We are going to all that two days of the week, um, we're all gonna be hands on deck and everything pauses. Well, maybe my solution isn't right for that, but Andy, at the end of the table, jumps in and says, you know what? Maya, good idea, but I think actually it would be better if each one of us takes shifts. So it creates that collaborative environment and you're the one opening that up for them. So you really need to lead this effectively. And that's your job as the leader, of course, and making sure everybody's voice is heard because you have introverts and extroverts, and we've talked about that many, many times, and you know that as a leader. But really also encourage people to bring not just these ideas and these great things that, you know, they can end the year strong with and set yourself up for success for 2021 because you do want to have some ideas on the table. I call those like futuristic ideas, like the immediate ideas and the future ideas. Bring all of this to this all hands meeting, you know, to close out the year. But encourage your team to bring at least, you know, two to three issues that have been happening or they'd like to see um, improve or suggestions, but also let them know when you're notifying them about this meeting, however you communicate that most effectively, don't text them or anything. No, be professional. Send an email. Um, If you're going to do it via phone or a meeting like that to prepare for the meeting, that's fine, but always send an email. I I sometimes, uh, when I'm coaching people, I think that is like a known thing to do to send a recap, but apparently it's not. So you can't just verbally tell people things like this. This is an all hands meeting. You have to recap it in an email. It's okay to just send an email too if you have a really large team, but you need to make sure everyone responds back and confirms that they've received it. So you can follow up with the people who don't confirm. Just a little tip there if you're not doing that. Uh, It's accountability, of course. But when they are bringing you these issues, make sure they have a solution for it. And it's the same thing that I was talking about before with the ideas and and the, the things that can be so great to end 2020. And 
the ideas for 2021. I might have a great idea, but Andy down at the table, I don't know why I'm digging the name Andy. I called my my brother, we called him Andy sometimes. Maybe I'm channeling my brother today a little bit. (laughs) So, you know, but Andy had a better idea of how to execute it. The reason you're having your team bring a, a problem to the table and their suggested solution is one they might know things that are going on that you're not always hyper aware of. That's why it's important that you have that open dialogue. But two, again, I, you know, Andy might say, look, the communication is really broken as far as um, our distribution goes. And this is why. But I think it would be better if we sent a memo out every Wednesday. And then maybe I go, you know what, actually, I think it would be better if we just had a quick 15-minute call at the close of business every Wednesday because that's when we reconcile distribution, Andy. And I think that would be better communication. So the one person does not always have the answer. That That is a true team and collaborating. And if when you're, as a leader, if you're looking towards one person or towards like your right-hand person for every single answer, you're not a leader. And as a leader, you are not always going to have the answer either. It's collaborative. It needs to be collaborative. And this should be done on a platform like Zoom. It needs to be video. It needs to be a video. You need to see your team if you can't do it in person, which a lot of these are not going to be in person. So second, if, if possible, you know, meet your teams individually, okay? have one-on-ones. And I'm not talking about your one-on-ones that you should be doing with them monthly, weekly, whatever your time allots. This is something I call a temperature check. This is a check-in with these individuals to see how they're actually doing and closing out the year. This does a couple things too. It really shows these individuals that you really want to give them that time, give them their moment, because you'll have the extroverts that love to talk during a meeting, and then you have the introverts that may have not been heard and they need that extra time and or maybe they they need some time after the meeting or before whenever it is try to work with them on that as well and have you know have maybe a sign up sheet for times that work and then they can prepare for that too maybe they can sign up before the all hands if they feel like they need that or after the all hands meeting but it really shows your team that you care but it shows them that they matter to you as an individual. And that's why I love, I call this the temperature check. You're really seeing where they are, how engaged they are with you, how the relationship is one-on-one, how they are with the mission of the company. You're, you're checking all those temperatures. So third, after the group meeting, really prioritize the needs to get done and, and look what needs to get done and set the team up for success going into the new year, but you need to close out this year, right? So this means you have to have a really detailed, clear action plan, but it has to be achievable for everyone. So you can execute this in a timely manner, meaning in the next short crunch time, like we have a few short weeks ahead. And when I say short weeks, right, we've got Christmas holidays, we've got other holidays that are observed, we've got New Year. So these weeks are not the typical weeks. We just got, you know, we had Thanksgiving. So there's no time for fluff. None of the extra crap. There's no time for micromanaging. I think the word itself contradicts itself. Um, Manage your micromanage. Like, why are we? No, I think it's the silliest thing ever. Just in my opinion, um, there's no need for it. If I'm micromanaging someone, they shouldn't have that job. 
I don't believe in micromanagement. I believe in accountability. I don't believe in micromanagement. There's a big difference. So ending the year strong is really important so that your team is prepared to conquer whatever comes in 2021 and or whatever year you're going to apply this to in the future. But it's about that action plan because you can have this all hands meeting and it can be all great. We have all these great ideas, but what is the action plan and putting those steps down and then Again, remember that email, communicating that back out and holding accountability. And we need to really be realistic about your time and prioritizing. And what is going to be the most effective? Because you're probably not, you can't do it all. You're one person as the leader. There, You have your team of 10 or your team of five or your team of even 500 or 100 or whatever it is. But you're probably stretched thin. We all are this year. So be realistic about what you can accomplish in this time frame and prioritize it. Put it in the action plan. Hold it accountable through an email documenting system and just hit the ground running. Let your let your teams go. So last couple of things here that you want to do as the leader to ensure that these suggestions, the issues are heard and they, they all get into this action plan and it's executed properly and efficiently. So prioritize those tasks. Look at that objective, like I was talking about. Make sure it all makes sense. Remove obstacles as well. So think about that. That that gets rid of that fluff I was talking about. Get rid of the extra steps right now. We can look at that in, in the next year. Get rid of all the extra meetings, all the extra calls. Get rid of all that. Just heads down. Let's do what we need to get done to end this year super strong and set us up for success. Get rid of miscommunication. Maybe my example with Andy about, you know, just sending a memo instead of having a quick call. That's when a quick call is better communication. So streamlining communication, make sure everyone's on the same page. Do not leave that all hands meeting until you guys are all on the same page so there's no miscommunication. Adjusting responsibilities is a huge one. This is not uh, one that some of the leaders I work with are a huge fan of sometimes. <laughs> but adjusting responsibilities does not mean that you as the leader start dumping more responsibilities on everybody on your team. You take on a lot. You absorb a lot of responsibility. You do give more responsibility to your team members. But remember, you are a leader. There's lead in your in your title, okay? So your team is going to follow suit. So when you are taking on more, you are doing more and you're, you know, putting that work in, they're going to follow suit and they will take on those responsibilities too. It's a huge thing I believe in. And I think it's really important because when you're doing that, you're showing and you're not telling and they'll follow you. That's why you're the leader. And just make sure, as I said, everybody is on board before you leave that all-hands meeting, and before you leave those one-on-ones too, if you're able to do those temperature checks, I think they're so, so important. So the true key to a successful end of year for any leader is a strong action plan. That's what I really want you to leave this episode hearing and having that, that meeting. And it really involves your team, but it is led from you. You're the leader, you have the action plan, and you lead from the front, because you set your team up for success for the end of this year, but for the next year and for many years to come. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. 
You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.